Welcome to High Ground, where I talk about what's morally right to you. And today, I'm talking about pregnant, drug-addicted women. How to help them. want to help these women. The subject I'm about to talk about goes back three, four months now. goes back to September when I had an issue at work with some people. Neighbors suck, I can hear them out here. But anyway, so it wasn't really an issue, um, like a security person at night. And so what happened was, well, let me go back. I have three faces dealing with pregnant women and like 24 hour type period. And it was like this girl I met back in March. Hold on, I all this crap going on. Like, you know, whole night type thing. And uh, 
Anyway, so the chick was like, comes and tells me all this crap. Some about a bunch of nonsense that I don't care about, like women do. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I don't care about that. Don't know that person, don't care who that person is. Uh, don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, so what happened was she ended up saying that she wanted to be in a relationship, and then it was a whole thing about she's pregnant. So it was like, were you trying to convince me that I knocked you up? Yeah, but then she was just like, she wasn't. She was just telling me about somebody else that had knocked her up and she's pregnant. She, I said, I asked you that the, one, the night before. I asked you that. And he said no. And so it's like, it was like obvious in a way, but I don't know how to explain it. But the thing about it was like, you're demanding me to be in a relationship with you. And it's like, you should have just told me, been honest from the beginning to all the bullshit that you tell every other guy, that other guys find uh, interesting. I'm like, ooh, I want to get that and all that nonsense. But just be honest and tell me straight out, this is what's going on, whatever. I don't have time to play games, okay? The way I look at it, okay, I'm in my, you know, prime or my, whatever the hell you call it, middle age. Okay, so let's get to the point. Get to the point, makes sense, make logic. That's, that's, get, get that's the way I am. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna move to play games anymore than or joke around. So we're gonna do something, let's do it, get it, get it right. Okay, we're gonna get in a relationship, let's do it right, get into it. But anyway, so, you know, she's telling me all this stuff, and it was just, you know, it was, I was just blown away by the fact that you're willing to sleep with anybody and not admit you're pregnant. If you had told, told me you're pregnant, I would have more respect. Well, I had respect anyway. But the thing about it was just, I would have been like, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't be going about this route. We should just be, you know, you know, get to know each other and see if we can make something work and maybe I can, you know, do this relationship thing. But no, it was just, let's play a game and hope oh, I'm pregnant now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And so that was weird. And so about three o'clock in the morning that, that, that night or that day, I guess confusing. It was like three o'clock in the morning, period. And uh, I'm sitting around, all of a sudden this guy's banging on these windows like, hey, somebody help, help, this, you know, all this help, help, help stuff. Now, one thing you guys know, the police have pretty much been defunded in their own way. They don't want to work the job the way they can, the way they should. So what they do is they're sitting there and they're like, you know, don't do the job. They don't want to. You know, something happens, a person could be down there dead and they will not come, they will not do the job and they will not help people. And so I've been finding myself lately, uh, this past year, this pretty much this whole year, uh, and it's so weird because I'm not trying to be in law enforcement, but I've been finding myself running around helping people in the city at night. Yeah, a lot of times it's, a lot of times I'm stopping crazy people, people who are attacking people, people who are just destroying property. Um, 
all kinds of chaos. Women screaming in the night, they come to me and tell me what's going on, and being either raped or attacked by some guy. You know, they're homeless out there, so it's, it's a hard, uh, hard knock life, as the song says, man here, whatever. And, uh, but yeah, it's something that's kind of getting to me a little bit because I don't understand how we pay taxes for these places, these people, and they don't do their job. And these are cops, supposed to be the main people that are supposed to be protecting us. Regardless of all that crap that happened in 2020, obviously 2020 was a big uh, joke for everybody. You know, he, he was, I'm not going to say it like it's a joke because I know all this is going to be shocking and offensive, what I'm about to say. And some of you might be like, whoa, what's happening? But I see this crap every night, and stuff like this happens a lot in the city, and people don't talk about it. So one thing I'm going to say is that I'm going to talk about things that I see happening. I'm going to be talking about things I know people ain't on this thing talking about. I'm just going to be as real as possible because I'm not going to fake the funk. <laughs> okay? Plain and simple. This, this whole situation was the next phase of a pregnant woman that's drug addicted. And the first encounter really with a pregnant woman uh, with an issue that I had to deal with at night. But I understand that because of defunding the cops, they don't come quickly. But I've managed to, because of my job, uh, security type thing, I've been socializing with several cops, but they come after the fact that I've already stopped something, put out a fire, or beat the hell out of a guy, or tased the dude. <laughs> it's just like, whatever. So, the situation was critical. So this guy was banging on the window like, help, 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 you know, like, it's something about Narcan, Narcan. That's the first time I heard of Narcan. I'm going to do freaking, you know, heroin or coke and crack and meth and fentanyl, whatever the hell it is. Okay, I'll do none of that shit. I've been smoking pot since the 90s. I've been drinking since forever. <laughs> so, I don't do anything different. You know, there was a whole mushroom acid thing in the 90s, too. It's probably gave me a different perception on the world compared to the rest of you guys. But, the whole thing about it is so, this guy's banging, he's screaming, he's saying he's this Narcan thing. I don't know what the hell that is. And there's a girl, she's a teen, she's dying. You need help, you need help, and okay, I'm like, okay, 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 I'm to try to look for this thing, not knowing what the hell it is I'm looking for, but I tried to look for it in the medical kit, didn't find it, so I went over there with him because I realized he's homeless, whoever's having an OBP situation is homeless, and when I got over there, that was a situation, so I'm going to have a phone, I start calling 911, the guy's like, he's like, Hey man, where's the car? Can I get a toy? I said, I don't have it. What are you here for? I got a phone. I'm calling 911. <laughs> you know? And uh, they were all trying to do stuff. And it was like, this guy, the soccer was a girl was young. You know, she looked like she could be somewhere between the age of, oh, 22, 25, nothing over than 28, you know? Uh, maybe over, nothing over that. You know, 
so she was pretty young. And the guy was in the whole nerd time, oh baby, uh, baby, uh, come on, don't die, you know. And this is obviously the father of the baby that she's pregnant with. I mean, this girl's stomach was like she's either in the eight or ninth months. To where she's, <clears throat> to where she's about to give birth to this baby anytime soon, you know, in the next whatever weeks, which probably happened already by now. But the thing about it was, you know, their all focus is on getting, their whole focus was getting this girl some Narcan. And I'm sitting there, I'm talking to the ambulance or 911 emergency. And um, all I could think about when that dude was saying all this crap coming out of his mouth. And I say crap because you put this girl that you supposedly love in a bad situation. You put her in a situation to where she's about to die your newborn child is about to die and you just want to get her back to normal so you can get high again. That's not a life to live. Then the thing about it is they want this Narcan thing and this Narcan thing is just going to, I mean, who wants to live their life like that? That's, a, that's, another, that's the one thing I was thinking at that moment. Uh, when this other girl, was, her friend, I guess, was running around trying to put her up this girl. The thing that was, the thing that was really messed up about it was, she was laying face down, well not face down, she was laying on her back, but her head was down towards the sidewalk of the street, while her legs are propped up on this church steps. So she's just laying like, you know, arms everywhere on the ground, while her legs are up on this church step, and uh. The messed up part about it was, I mean, this is, they were getting high at this church. And so, ah, this is a messed up story. <laughs> so, the thing about it was, you know, I'm thinking at that moment, like, who would put their lives at risk like this? That you need, like, who would do it? Any kind of drug that would make it to where you need something to bring you back to life. I mean, that's playing with God. That's playing with your life. That's playing with God. That's playing with a child's life. You know, and just to get that one feeling of whatever temporary happiness that drugs give you, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all for anybody to put their lives at risk for anything that doesn't bring their life value. Yeah, so, and I hope I'm being heard right. I got this mic thing going just to, so you know, but anyway. So, you know, while this is all happening, the, Emergency woman tells me to tell, start doing chest compressions. And at this time, there's four people around this girl's body. Um, some guy runs up, says, I got the Narcan. And, and you know, this girl, when I got there, though, her, her lips is blue, like the tip of her nose is changing colors too. And, uh, she's obviously been blue, she kept shaking. Like every now and then, there'd be like a, like, you know, type of thing. But it wouldn't be like constant like that. It'd be like, it'd be long pause for a long, long time. And, just, and she was like, she was trying to come back, but it wasn't working. So they gave her this Narcan thing. That didn't work. Um, like I said, the emergency told, just told me to do chest compression. So this girl that was her friend was taking over the whole situation. So I said, hey, just do 
chest compressions, you gotta keep doing it. You know, this is what the ambulance people wanted them to keep doing, the chest compressions. So, you know, eventually she ended up, you know, doing it, but she kept stopping and jumping around, just panicking, just stayed doing chest compressions. She wouldn't do it. Or she was, but she wasn't doing it. It's just crazy, because if she would have kept doing it, it would have got her more alert faster. You know, there's some guy on YouTube here, watch it, Dr. Mike, I think it is. He talks about chest compressions, chest compressions, bro. That's why I kept telling this girl, let's do them, you know. But they're all over the place, screaming and panicking, talking over each other. Why does this girl suffering? And I'm trying to talk to this ambulance and stuff. And so it, this whole situation lasted a good, I don't know, about, I'll say 40 about 45 minutes and the thing about it was I'm thinking like damn this guy like truly didn't really care I mean if you think about it it would be me personally this man there's a girl and she's on drugs and I'm on drugs if that was the case but I'm not that ignorant but or weak let's put it that way but I'm just putting up the scenario that you would want this girl to get off drugs because your only child is about to be born or whatever. You wouldn't want the kid to be um, suffering any kind of mutations or some kind of heart problems or whatever, you know, happens when you uh, are going to get babies. I think you may test two babies or something of that nature. But you don't want none of that to happen. So. My, my thing is, it's just like you want to focus on trying to get this woman some kind of help. But the whole situation is like playing with God, like I said. You're playing with God and your life. If you're just like sitting there and you want to give a pregnant woman some kind of drugs and she's dying and you got to find something to put up her nose and she stays alive, it's not good. But I had this whole, I had this whole God thing going on in my mind because this girl's laying, like I said, her head down on the pavement, while her feet are on the church steps. And this is all right in front of the church. And this is why I say that the situation with the homeless people and the drugs has gone completely crazy because it's all over the city. And it's not in one place. There's no real homeless place that's helping homeless people. It's just drug addicted people who became homeless and adapted to that way of life. Literally adapted to that way of life and haven't decided to fight for a better future. And this is why this situation happened. Okay. So anyway the cops came, ambulance came, they ran over there, everybody's running over there, try to help, you know. I started trying to walk away. There was other people who see me, know me, whatever, were tripping, you know, trying to see why I was over there. I was supposed to be on the other side of the street doing something. And, uh, you know, people trying to talk to me, making up all these little stupid stories. People make up rumors real quick, man. And then they say, they swear they saw something when they really didn't see anything at all. Don't make up something. You could have, like, pack of gum in your hands and say, oh, you got a detonator to a bomb, that's why at this thing, <laughs> you know, make up some crap, man, you know, I, 
I see that happen like so many times. I like one of the first times I noticed people think like that is when I was younger. I had a, a cable access show and there was some crap. I was just trying to pull my pants up on the show or whatever. And they're like, oh, you're showing your ass. Uh, no, my pants were falling down and I pulled them up. You know, oh, you tried to do this. No, I didn't do that. You just delusional as hell. Don't put things in something that's not there. Because they, they want that to put something there to make themselves feel satisfied or gratified off or whatever happened. Anyway, so I get on the other side. And like I said, people tell me all this crap that didn't happen. And I'm like, no, that's not what happened. There's this girl, this young girl, pregnant, and she's OD'ing and sad, you know. And they're like, they're like, oh no, like, uh, was it this person? I was like, who the hell no? You know, like, <laughs> like, like, they like, what the hell no? That's not what happened. You know, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was stupid. And everything they were saying was stupid, because I'm the only one over there. And so, then like the cop comes, and they're like, doing all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, I can go back to doing what I'm doing, I come back in, or whatever, and, uh, and still all these people, oh, and then I told this one dude, there's this giant, like, six foot tall blonde chick that was checking me out the day before, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I want to give her up, you know, like, I want a giant chick to have, like, a giant army of Shelby's, okay, Like, you know, 
that you want to build your life like that. I kept thinking that over and over again. I'm, you know, even though I know I'm saying it now, but it's just, it's, it's just like crazy to me that this guy gave, got a girl pregnant, got a baby coming, and you're still letting this girl ruin her life, ruin the life of your unborn child. Why would you do that? And what's the point of that? You know, someone makes logic to me about this because it makes no damn sense. It's immorally wrong. It just, you have to preserve humanity at all costs. That's my goal. That's my ultimate purpose. Is to make sure that humanity lives for another few centuries. I mean, I can only say that because and yes, I don't have the power, the money, but, or the influence, maybe, but the whole thing is that that's what you have to start thinking. You have to drop some of these concepts that don't work. You have to get rid of some of these groups that don't work. You got to get rid of some of these people that are not good for society, the younger folk, whatever, and make sure that we can bring back some of the old traditions that actually worked, that kept people stable, who kept people working, who kept people healthy. We need these things back. But uh, back to my story, I get off topic, but back to what I'm saying. So the next thing that happened was I sat back for a while, drew some stuff, put on Instagram. If you want to check out my Instagram, you'll see I draw a bunch of stuff randomly lately. Most of the time, I think my drawings suck. But a lot of people on the internet made me realize maybe I've been doubting myself all this time and my artwork is all right. See, I mostly draw rabbits, but I've been, <laughs> I mostly draw animated characters and rabbits. But anyway, back to what I'm saying, though. I'm trying to draw a lot of chicks. I see, just, I can draw by eye. But if you're standing there moving around and crap, I can't do that. You want me to draw you? They just give me a photo and leave me there alone. <laughs> and I just sit there. My best of my abilities. I'm not going to sit there and keep scratching and crapping. Anyway, so I kept pondering that situation with this girl, the OD, and it was really bothering me. And it had been bothering me for months now. And the thing about it was, I sat there and I was just rolling over, and I'm thinking, damn, this chick murder was talking about, she wasn't pregnant. I mean, it just hit me, because I was like, eating something. And I was like, what the hell? The girl over here, I'm not going to say her name, because I'm trying to find her butt where she is. But, uh, I was like, man, she came at me when I knew she was pregnant, and it tells me she wasn't pregnant. And then, we mess around, then she's pregnant again. Or, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant. And then also there's this pregnant chick. She's hooked <laughs> It makes no damn sense, man. <clears throat> and they're like, this is all with them. So it is okay. So first chick come at me, and then I say, and that was like around, I said it was around 11, 12, somewhere in there. Something like that. And then, or maybe one, somewhere between 11, one o'clock in the morning. That's when the first chick talked to me and tells me that she really was pregnant and all this other stuff. And then this other incident with the 
girl that was at dinner was about three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock, and then it ended around four o'clock in the morning. And so I'm thinking now, this is a crazy ass night. And uh, I ended up going, getting back to my pad, and I'm thinking, okay, everything's cool. And uh, I sat there, did my thing with the eggs, okay? I mean, eight eggs. So, you know, I'll take a sausage and bacon and throw the eggs on top and cook it in the pan, you know? And then you either use cheese or not, I don't care anymore. Oh, I have to reseal them then. And, uh, you know, I'm flipping around, putting in a tortilla and flying up and bam. And I'm uh, sitting there and the rat got done Because, or day, night, whatever. But it messed my mind up because 
First off, uh, how is it that we allow the government to just take children away from us? We have women that sit there and say they don't like their guy, and they'll go out and do all this crap, and they're able to get the kids. And, you know, you have to imagine some guy who knows their child and want to be around them. You know, children, I don't correct pronunciation, because I know it's a child's. But whatever it is, you know, guys look, got to love them, babies of their own, you know. And uh, I'm just thinking this is just messed up. The government can just take your kids from you, you know. And I think that's sad about this, that I left out about that is that the girl kept trying to, when she got pregnant, which once again was like, hey, show me this name. And she came to me a couple times, want me to help her. You know, like, trying to say, oh, I want to be around you. And I remember going to the doctor, and she stopped me talking about it. And I said, how many dudes you've been with? You know, telling me all this, like, all this crap before dudes and all this crap. And telling me, like, so what, I'm like, what they going to make you think? I need to be with you. Me and you ain't never messed around. I ain't going to get you pregnant. You know, this was, this was like, way months, months before. And I couldn't figure it out. But then certain other things happened where she wanted to come over, take a shower because she didn't want to be around a person that was taking you know, got her knocked up because that person was trying to do drugs. And I didn't think about it then. But when she, you know, I saw this whole scenario with the pregnant one tonight, I was like, okay, that's why she wanted to be around me because she knew I didn't do drugs. She knew I was pretty nerdy. She simply wanted someone that was going to help her make sure the baby could come to town and stuff, which put my mind in a whole nother frame and made me think that the whole night was a lesson by God to tell me multiple lessons, multiple lessons, not just as an individual, but as a male and as a human being. So then my concept with that was because two women in in hours hours between each other trying to tell me that they want me, at least one that did tell me at one time that she wanted me to help her out when she was pregnant, and one that actually wanted me to be there with her now while she was pregnant, and then there's a whole one in between last death so it's like in a way it's like the, if you think about it it's like the sun rising in the morning it's, it's just beginning you know like the first girl she's just getting pregnant she's not too far along and then here's this girl who's in the middle of a pregnancy and I mean like close to getting you know midday close to getting in if you think it's like the sun She's pregnant, but she's OD. And then at the end of it, there's a girl who was pregnant, and now she's lost the baby and the state took the baby from her. So, with that scenario in between there, it's like, it's like that's the lesson, some kind of spiritual lesson there. And then I got even deeper in my thoughts. This is just, I'm just letting you guys know how I think. 
so I got deeper in my thoughts, and I was thinking like, it's like a Joseph from there. And when I say Joseph, I'm not talking about like Joseph as in uh, the first part of Genesis, even though that's a whole different concept. I'm talking about Joseph, the father of God, or Jesus. Uh, you know, and I thought about it, and I'm thinking, because people always talk about the alpha male and they always talk about the tough guy or you know, all this crap with different ways they think a man is supposed to be and what truly makes a man but in this concept I thought that's like a Joseph scenario you know maybe you know even though it sounds weird maybe this might sound weird but God might be trying to send these pregnant women to me say you gotta take over right take it out Joseph took care of the son of God made the son of God his own and was able to protect Mary long enough to bring forth a baby this is why I decided to do this long talk about it because I see spiritual uh, things similar when it comes to Christ's birth in a way, because any man, a true man, because there's guys on the internet here to talk about, oh, don't take on other guys' uh, burden when it comes to kids and stuff like that. And I understand that because, you know, kids is, is, you know, hard to deal with sometimes. And especially if they're your own, you know, you know how a woman is, she'll raise a kid to be, you know, just as mean and bitter as her if they want to. But the thing is, Joseph had to be the most powerful person in the Bible. This is what I thought. This is what I thought after. This is what I thought after that night, or that night, or the ending of it. Like, Joseph has to be the strongest person in the Bible. Yes, Jesus had healing powers and all that, but if you put it to our time period right now, there's not that many men that will step up and just do that, take a woman on that's pregnant, and give you know, help the woman give birth. So with that being said, that person has got to be one of the most greatest men on earth if it was right now. Especially with the scenario I brought forth, with, you know, to you guys about these women being addicted. Now, maybe it make a man humbler, stronger, stronger protector. Maybe there's a purity in there of helping a woman by being a, I don't know, a father figure for her and her child. But at the same time, maybe a woman needs that guidance and that help sometimes. Because most of the time women don't want to admit it nowadays, but they need that help. That one little push to guide them in the right path that will ultimately lead to success, family, and all kinds of rewards. And so, that's just the concept. Here's the plan. The plan I came up with was this. We need to have a place that can honestly help pregnant women that are addicted on drugs. And I wanna try I wanted to try to think about making a non profit organization that can help women get off drugs that are pregnant.
not just help them get off drugs. Um, I mean, help them learn how to be a mother, let them learn how to, you know, because they want to keep their babies, make sure they know how to, what babies like, what babies need, what they need when they become toddlers, what they need when they become little kids. Teach them how to be mothers. Instead of, I mean, a place that helps them become clean off drugs, yes, but helps them become mothers, helps them become stronger women. And it's a, it baffles me that the feminist movement and stuff doesn't help women do these things. And yes, there's programs I know out there that helps uh, pregnant women on drugs, but it's only like three or four here in Portland. There should be a lot more. You can see how the homeless situation is far worse. There's a lot of things, and, and, and ultimately, women shouldn't be out in the streets anyway. They got a monthly cycle. You know, they're more emotional things. Guys, we can just go piss at a tree like a dog. You know, I lift my leg up and pee on trees and stuff. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I do this. So, you know. Just honestly, that's what should happen. There should be a place to do this. There's certain uh, vitamins and things that women need when they're pregnant. So this place should constantly give them these vitamins and herbs and things they need so they have a better immune system to give this birth to this child. Kid can get stronger. Uh, they need to learn how to cook because women, a lot of women don't know how to cook anymore. So we gotta bring it back. We gotta bring it all back. We gotta bring the tradition back. We gotta women know how to cook. We gotta bring it back to making uh, fun games for her and her kids to do together as a family. We need to bring the wholesome thing back because we, we're already losing enough humanity. We got people dying in war. We got people dying of COVID. We got people dying because. Some dude can't get laid, and so he goes and does some mass shooting somewhere, you know, or some freaky serial killer that wants to dress up like something and slit people's throats. Slit people's throats. Yeah. Tripping on my own tongue. But, uh, yeah, it's not right. It's all bad. So, we gotta think of a way to be able to make sure that these women are safe. And not just a facility that does, you know, get drug addiction, but it helps these things. And kids can bond with their mothers while they, you know, even after they're born. You know, and they don't got a place to stay. They can still stay at this place. But make it to where the kid develops in a way that's stronger, too. Because we already know the education system doesn't work for children anymore or for parents. It only works for moving weird agendas. They only come from some kind of democratic delusion or <laughs> some other kind of delusion that I'm not even going to mention. You know, some kind of, no matter, all politics is delusion when it comes to the society, if you think about it, because they're not talking about nothing realistic that we deal with on an everyday basis. Okay, who the hell cares about what's happening in Iran when we're sitting here in the States and we can't no food for your freaking house or toilet paper.
stay tuned to part two. Peace be with you and blessings upon you. Always.